Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. Welcome back, Commander Nation. Braden, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So. There's not a lot of news going on with the Commanders. Basically, everything is what's going on with the sale. Like, have they been sold? Who's buying it? Whatever, whatever. So, it's it's the same thing every single week until it's sold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, on our last pod, we kind of talked about how it looked like it went from it was going to be Bezos until it's now looking like the Harris Group because why would these other people join? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that anybody has really paid attention to something that I think was on um, Good Morning America or whatever, one of those morning shows, right? Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson is on there, and Magic Johnson is asked about this, right? So can can you play that audio real quick? Yeah. Hearing about you uh, buying the commanders? Wait, what? Hey, I went right to it. (laughs) Yes, our bid is in. We hope that uh, we win. We don't know what's going to happen. You always win. So now you just have to design some new uniforms. Yes, yes, yes. So we'll see what happened with Mr. Snyder making that decision. All right, stop. Did you hear that? Now you got to design new uniforms. Did you hear his response? Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nobody's talking about this. Yo, if this is the first time you heard it, wait for this story. So, we always see things that I really didn't even want to talk about it because it's kind of a non-issue, right? Most Redskins fans do not like the name Commanders. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a bad name, but it was not done correctly in the rebrand. So therefore, a lot of people just don't like it because it has nothing to do with anything that resembles anything of the history of the Redskins, right? Yep. There's no Warriors. There's no Hog. There's no, you know, Hawk. There's no Feathers. There's no anything. So people have been saying, if they buy this team, will they rename it? Okay, no, I don't believe so, because that costs a lot of money. And we've already had three names, you know, like you up in the Redskins, to the Washington football team, to the Commanders. I think at some point you say, we're just going to stick with Commanders, even though it's not great, right? You gotta, it's what it is. Yeah, you got to pick, you got to stick with something. And you put a winner on the field. Commanders yeah. isn't a horrible name. It's it was done horribly. Yeah. That that's the thing, right? Like yeah. we can agree on that. But when you listen to that, he didn't say change the name, but he said design new uniforms. And he, you know, so the magic like didn't hesitate, didn't say, 
no, actually, you know, we're not going to redesign anything. His immediate response was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, was he just entertaining him? Was that his way of just not really wanting to answer that? I That was weird, right? Because you would think you would just say right away, no. No. Yeah. I'm buying it the way it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Or that's something that we'll talk about later. Yeah. You don't immediately go right to yeah. Mm-hmm. So that caught my ear. Because what does that mean? Like, does that mean you just change the logo? Does that mean we're changing colors? Like, is the burgundy and gold gone? Are they going to red, white, and blue? Like, that's a little, to me, that's a little bit concerning. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know what to think. I kind of think it's, uh, if my, I think he was just saying it just to, kind of go along with the show. So I hope if, if anything happens and if it, if he's being serious, it would be nice to see like a logo change if anything, but uh, cause I personally kind of like the uniform. Yeah. I, 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 that's my point. Like even for the people who don't like the name necessarily, right? Mm-hmm. At this point it is what it is and people are over it. So I feel like he kind of, started something that didn't need to be started yeah like why would you even entertain that he's smarter than that i guess is my point right he owns team he's been on team he's been in locker rooms he's been interviewed a lot he knows better than to give them an inch because they're going to take a mile but i surprisingly am surprised that no one has talked about it yeah i know yeah that's crazy so we're going to bring it up here. And you know what? Someone's going to listen to this podcast because we know you do. And then it's going to be on a bigger show, and they won't even give us a little dat. Nope. But, yo, you heard it here first. When you see it on the other one, just know you heard it here first. Moving on. Ron Rivera. Guess what Ron Rivera says? What does he say? Ron Rivera says, quote, end quote, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not desperate. So he admits to, he knows he is on the hot seat. He knows that he coached the Panthers. The Panthers brought in a new owner, and apparently he wasn't maybe quite, um, uh, I, I can't remember what he said, but he, he, he didn't inform the new owner, I guess, what he, what his vision really was or however he worded it. And so when this new owner comes in, I guess he wants to tell him how he envisions this. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude, I don't care about how you envision. You've been envisioning for the last, what, 12 years, 10 years? You've been here for how many years? I don't need no more of your talk. I need action. Yeah, exactly. And you haven't produced. And if you don't produce this year, you're gone. Yep. That's, yeah, that's the bottom line. We've been saying that. If he doesn't make the playoffs this year, I don't care what your record is, you're most likely out the door. That's why every week I've been coming on here and I've been saying, if I'm Ron Rivera, but I think differently apparently because 
I would not be saying what he's saying. I would not be doing what he's doing. If I'm Ron Rivera, I know my job's on the line. There's only two options here. Either I, one, 100% believe in Sam Howe at quarterback. Which it seems like that's where he's going with. I don't know. That's my point. He hasn't... He hasn't came out and said that either. Yeah. He said he can compete. Mm-hmm. We'll see who's better. If this was yeah. your dude, you would say. Yes. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it seems like we're going either Brissett or how. It doesn't seem like anything else is changing. And if you're going Brissett, fire him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fire him preseason week one. If he says Brissett's my quarterback, fire him. If Yeah, if Brissett's starting, then you should have got, you should have went all in for Lamar, all in for Aaron Rodgers. That's just. You know, that whole Sam Howe is just a BS excuse then. That's what that's my point, right? So this whole time he hasn't said anything, really. Mm-hmm. You know. He comes out and now he's admitting he's on the hot seat, but he says I'm not gonna do anything desperate. Like I guess he's not gonna trade for a quarterback. He's not gonna trade for Lamar because that's desperate. He's not gonna trade for Aaron Rodgers because that's desperate. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll with I don't know, maybe Brissett, maybe how, you know. What? If you believe in how, you better start saying it. You better say, he's my number one. There's no way he's not. He is my starter. I believe in him. He's never really said that about anybody. He really doesn't want to commit to anybody. He has this commit problem. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's married. <laughs> For real. So... He's not committing, but yet he doesn't want to be desperate, right? So we've been saying this whole thing. Like, I, That's why I'm still not convinced, Braden. I'm still not convinced that the new owner won't make a move or and or, let me say, that he really does want somebody. Lamar, Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, whomever that someone is, right? He wants somebody, but he can't make that move until – this team is sold, and that's why Dan Snyder is messed up because just sell it, dude. Just say, hey, look, whomever wants to put a bid in, you have till this date. You put a hard date down, and that's it. The people who put it in, put it in, and that's who gets the team. Like, stop yeah. dragging your feet. You're making it worse. If you really cared, apparently he was a fan of this team, right? Mm-hmm. He loves the Redskins. If you really cared you would not hurt them in this way because free agency is coming and going. The draft is coming and will soon be gone. And yet, by you not letting a new owner go ahead and tell his coach, his GM, what they can and cannot do, you are hurting this franchise. Stop. Just let it let it go. Like, Why are you hurting the franchise that you love? Yeah, we know who was selling the team before the Super Bowl, and it's it's been way past that, and we still haven't got a new owner. I knew he was selling the team when that first report they didn't let it go. Mm-hmm. Like once it went to Capitol Hill, and you know, and and the, the news outlets, you know, the newspaper and social media and the news, and they just kept and they would not let it go. He was doomed. But it is what it is. You got to let it go. So he's hurting the team. And then I guess the question is, if he's not going to 
either trade or sign a free agent quarterback, right? Does he draft one? Absolutely not. No. Nope. There's no quarterbacks in this draft worthy of drafting. I'll disagree with you on that. So, I said, does he draft one? I didn't say first round. Yeah, no. Because I don't think anyone's good in this draft. But, like, I, I just have C.J. Stroud being, you know, the number one guy. I don't, I'm not thinking he ain't, no one else is good enough in the second, third, nothing. Well, every draft comes and goes. And every draft, there's somebody in that draft. Tom Brady, nobody thought he was good, right? You know what I mean? Nope. There's my point is there's always someone that you like I and I'm still not convinced that Jalen Hurts is good, but the Eagles drafted him mm-hmm. and he went to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So my point being there's people in the draft that we may not think should be drafted where they're drafted or you know what I mean, aren't any good, but turn out to be good or turn out to be good enough. Maybe they're just on a good team, and but they make it to a Super Bowl. So there's someone in this draft that is going to be good, right? If you don't, so I guess the old saying is, if you don't know that you have a quarterback, right? If you don't know you have your guy, if you don't, if you're not Belichick with Brady in like year six, seven, you know what I mean? Or you got Aaron Rodgers and this and that, like, if you don't know that you have your guy, you should be drafting a quarterback every year then until you get your guy. And that doesn't mean first round, but you should constantly be drafting quarterbacks until you find one that is your guy because the NFL, as we have seen, is a quarterback-driven league. And I don't know why Washington has never really I mean, you got to go back before people were born, you know what I mean, that are listening, to say they had a quarterback that was like Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, Sammy Ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's sad. Like, yeah. think about all the teams. I mean, think about the Packers. They had back-to-back, right? You go you go Favre, you go Rodgers. You did Colts. You go, and, and I, I don't know, you know, Manning, and I don't know that Luck's going to get the credit that but my point is you just keep drafting them because unless you have one that you know is the one you got to keep bringing them in yeah. and it can be round two round three round four it doesn't matter and how might be your guy but we don't know that no one knows that yet because mm-hmm. he's not proven so if they're not going to make a um free agent or a trade then you had to draft one somewhere in this draft right you don't you don't believe that's my thing is you have to continue to bring people in here yeah maybe in the late rounds i mean they got tight ends they got linebackers they got corners they got other positions to fill more they got two quarterbacks but i don't know we know this guy if we draft someone in the late rounds isn't going to start and we got Brissett, which we don't know much about sam Howe, but we know Brissett can at least play in the nfl so I feel like there's other more there's more important positions to fill. Cause heck, we can take a tight end in the fourth round and he could be starting week one. But we ain't taking a fourth round quarterback starting week one. Man, I actually kinda hate that The more I it's yeah. because there's no upside. Yeah, it's like 
uh, it's just keep uh, keep Heineke then. There's no upside. Like, okay, you got a backup. Great. But you know you have no one that is going to push for the starting job. Mm-hmm. I hate that because I believe competition brings the best out in people. As they say, what iron sharpens iron, right? Like, you got you to gotta be pushed. He's not he if he like I said if he's your starter we have major problems he's not he's not starting material yeah so I agree that's you got to bring so that that's my point you have Howe who is maybe maybe and I told you last year there was something about him the way he played I guess it's the way he threw it reminded me of Drew Brees the way his stature I guess is what you would say right like mm-hmm. the way he looked throwing the ball if he could be drew Brees, we're in great shape for a long time oh, absolutely but we don't know that yet mm-hmm. so therefore you have to draft because or bring in people however it is and then whatever one wins wins and then you can trade the other one and get you can get capital back for that because the number one position in football is quarterback and if you have two good ones People will trade, right? Yeah. All right, so speaking about the draft, the draft is in like 22 days, Braden. And I looked at some tape, and I know you finally did. And I only really want to concentrate on just a couple of guys who could be there. So obviously the top quarterbacks aren't going to be there. Obviously this and that. So Washington at 16, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking these names could be there. You got... Uh, as far as quarterbacks, um, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, because he's falling apparently. Um, running back, uh, Bijan Robinson. And then uh, offensive tackle. You got to build your offensive line, right? Yep. Boring pick, but most important, kind of. Roderick Jones out of Georgia. Um, what, Paris uh, Johnson out of Ohio State. And then the deepest position i think in this draft and the most talented is cornerback oh yeah there's a lot of good corners in this draft so the three that we'll talk about real quick christian gonzalez joey porter and uh devin witherspoon yep um so the quarterbacks real quick out of those two should washington take one of those two at 16 nope absolutely not anthony 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 richardson absolutely sucks Will Levis, I think, is hit or miss, and Washington, they just need a hit. They they can't be taking a chance on something like that. I won't go as far as saying that Anthony Richardson sucks, but I will say <laughs> I I I didn't I don't want to be that harsh, but he's just getting way too much hype, and it kind of gets on my nerves just because nothing against him, it's just the media hyping him up like crazy, and I I don't think he's good. Yeah, when you look at these two, I see two of the same guy. I see a quarterback that has um, bad mechanics. I see um, quarterbacks that look to move around and run in the pocket a little bit too much rather than just stepping up and looking downfield. I see guys who want to be just athletes and not passers. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at the stat line. And neither (laughs) one's really that accurate. And you can say all you want to say, this guy is this fast and this guy is this strong. But I'm going to tell you right now, the number one stat in all of quarterbacks is skill accuracy. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a difference, and I've told you just before, there's a difference between like completion percentage and accuracy, right? People say, oh, this guy only completed 60% versus 70%, this and that. If you have wide receivers that are just dropping the ball, you can't help that, right? Yeah. Or a lot of check downs, you know. So when you watch these two, you see flat, flat feet, you see just... You see strong arms. You see potential. Yeah. Um, in the right systems, yes, they are athletic and they can make it work. But when you get to the NFL, especially when you get to the playoffs, it's hard if you're not an accurate passer. It's yeah. just hard. So I'm with you. I don't take either one of these at 16, and simply because we need other positions more yep. so than that. Like that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And like I would just rather roll with Hal. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if all you know what I mean? Like Hal's athletic. Hal's got a strong. Like they're they're kind of all the same. We already have Hal, so I'm just rolling with him. Yep, that's my dude. All right, running back, John Robinson. Go ahead. Ooh, he's the best in the draft <laughs> by far. This guy, this guy's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I'm calling it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. Oh. Dude, he is, he's something else. I think you have, did you hit your head? No, this, this guy, well, this guy is going to be great. I just know it. But John Robinson, he is, if he falls to 16, that is who they should take. No. Yes. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, he's good. He's not shifty. I mean, he I has that. He has, Saquon, he has Barkley. that. He has that. I don't know. Like you know how Adrian Peterson had that like little bounce thing, like little cut. He has that same exact like little. He makes that sharp cut, makes a defender miss. It doesn't look crazy, but it's oh, it's nice. He has a, like that J.K. Dobbins kind of built, short and stocky kind of. Well, I'll say this: the running back position is a position you should draft. In the first round, only if you have a complete team and you're just missing a running back. I agree. Like, and we don't have a complete team. <laughs> I know, team. but this guy's too good to pass up on. It's like building the roof without building the house first. You got to build the house before you build the roof. Like, it goes in steps. You got to have that foundation. You can't put the roof up if the house ain't there. That's what know. leads me to this. I would probably go... And it's the most boring pick because it's not good radio. It's not good podcast to say, but offensive tackle. And I can't complain. And I got to agree that is such a boring pick. But yes, it is very important. And I looked at both Jones and Johnson, right? I came down to this. I think there was something weird about Jones. Jones is like big, but as weird as this sounds, he's kind of slender. Like he's tall, he's wide, but he's not, he doesn't have a lot of mass. It didn't seem like Mm -hmm. he's not like thick. Yeah. And I'm worried that when he gets to these big, strong offensive, I mean, I'm sorry, defensive linemen like your Eric Donalds and stuff like he might get pushed back a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm i leaning towards Paris Johnson, right? Yeah, I think 
I think he was the better out of the two also. It his footwork is nice. I didn't really see him getting pushed over. He played in the Big Ten, which they're big boy football. I feel like Ohio State's always good at linemen also. I that's that's for me. If I'm going offensive lineman, I would have no problem going that way. So he he's my number one offensive tackle. And if he's there at sixteen and eight and they do that, like I said, are are we gonna be oh great, we got an offensive tackle? Unfortunately, most of the fan base does not really think that way, Braden, because they want the quarterback, they want the wide receiver, they want the running back, or they want the cornerback that gets the interceptions because that's your sexy pick, right? Yep. But you got to build the house first. Yeah, when you see Wentz get sacked nine times in a game, it makes you just want to punch the TV. So (laughs) you got to have you got to have some protection up there. And now on to the cornerback position. And to be honest, I'm going to give you three names. Mm-hmm. I just said Johnson is who I would take if I was going offensive tackle. Yeah. But if I'm being honest with you, there's one player that I really want, and he's a cornerback. Who's that? I'm going to give you three names. Okay. Um, we got... Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter, and Devin, uh, is it? Witherspoon. Witherspoon? Yeah. Illinois, okay. Watch them, and I don't, maybe I'm missing something, because I I saw one draft guru who was all over Gonzalez. He's the best. I think he's the worst out of all of them, honestly. I was going to say the same yeah. thing. To me, it was boring. I'm watching him, and I'm like, what? I, what yeah. what am I missing here? I don't see I don't see any bang plays. I don't see any hard hitting. I I thought he was boring. Yeah, I don't I don't really like him. And then I saw Weatherspoon. Oh, he's nice. And I said, "Wow. This dude was like smashing people." He's yeah, he's good. He's physical, gets up on the receivers. I like him. His reads were so quick. He would be ten yards back. He read like a screen, and as soon as the ball was there, I mean, he was hitting people, which tells me he's either coached really well or he's on a really well, you know, coach defense, or he's just really smart and he's seeing the play before the quarterback is even throwing it because he was there right when the ball was getting there. Yep. And he did not hesitate. Yeah, he's nice. He did not hesitate to lay the freaking wood, and he was destroying people. But I'm going to say this. My guy is Joey Porter. I, yeah, I, I can't. Mm, Joey Porter and Witherspoon, uh, they're so identical to me, honestly. I think I think um, Witherspoon's a little more physical, and I think Joey Porter's a slight butter coverage guy. So if any of them are at 16, I would take both of them. I, I wouldn't take Gonzalez, though. I don't really like him. I know right now I am committing probably Redskin Commander suicide right now when I say this, Raven. Okay. When I watched Joey Porter, his build. Okay. I'm just I'm talking about the way he looked. Okay. His length. There was something about when I saw him playing. I thought Sean Taylor. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. I know, right? But I'm like, dude, there's something. Nah. Because Sean Taylor wasn't maybe supposed to be a safety, right? Because he was, like, lanky and tall. 
but when these quarterbacks would try to throw that ball with that arch and like he covered so much ground because his just his like I don't know. I seen Joey Porter. He's the same way. Every time there was a pass made, no matter where it was at, he was within like ten yards of the ball. He was always near the ball. He might not have been at the ball, but he was always near the ball. And I'm like, dude, there's something like I'm saying in his build. He's six foot two. He's got like the longest freaking wingspan yeah, out of he, all of them. He does have a good corner, you know, press build and everything. Zone, which is what we were running, right? Mm -hmm. He fits. I'm telling you, I think that is the guy who fits this defensive scheme the best because we we run a lot of zone defense, and you need that when the guy's trying to sit in that soft zone behind you. He's got that wingspan to hit the ball, man. That he's not scared, and you know his dad played, right? Yeah. He's got the pedigree. One, his dad was an NFL player. Not only is the DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Secondly, his dad's got money. So you don't think he's had the best trainers? You don't think he's gone to the best schools and been coached by the best of the best? Yeah. This dude, in my opinion, is a can't miss. Yeah. I agree. I think him, I think him and Witherspoon. I would be. Ha- I don't think Witherspoon's going to be there. I honestly don't think Jimmy Porter's going to be there. But if they are, you got to get one of them. If Robinson ain't there, because <laughs> Robinson is a Hall of Fame running back. Oh, boo this man! Yeah. Come on, dude. You trying to? You trying to? You're falling into the trap. I might have, but hey. We got running backs. What do you want? We have pass catchers. We got. Have you ever heard of the term take the best on the board? Have you ever heard we don't need and you don't draft running backs in the first round unless your team is already stacked? Trade Antonio Gibson. We don't need him. (laughs) For all the people saying we got two running backs, we don't need Gibson. We got Bajan Robinson. Okay. And Brian Robinson. <laughs> there you go. It's in their DNA. They're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no. We're rolling with Brian. But John. I'm probably yeah. even saying it right. We don't need him. Dude, you go offensive tackle, Harris Johnson, or you go cornerback. And that, like I said, for that wow factor, that to what? That's going to get me hyped. But who's going to help Sam Howell? We need someone that can take the stress off Howell so we ain't throwing it 40 times a game. That's the offensive coordinator's job. Yeah, and the running back needs to be productive. We have weapons. Weapons. We don't, We don't. You know, you didn't say we got a running back. We got running back. Sure we do. Mm-hmm. They just drafted one last year. Uh, yeah, I know. Brian Robinson's pretty good, but I don't, I don't know, dude. This, this, it's, this be... I can't even say his first name right, but John, whoever, you know, the Robinson at Texas, he is, he's a beast. And I'm just, I don't know, my biggest fear is seeing the freaking Eagles snag him. Because <laughs> I don't want to play against him. Well, I'm not with you. 
I think that you're just talking like any other stupid idiot fan that just thinks take running backs because take running backs. Once again, you're falling into that stupid trap. But you don't. We don't need them. We have a running back. We have receivers. We need a quarterback, possibly. We need offensive to position of needs here because you don't know, right? Offensive tackle, probably quarterback, and then you go to the defensive side of the ball. And you can throw in a field goal kicker if you want, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You just don't do that. Like, look at, look at, I hate to say look at the Giants because Giants finally were good last year, but they took Saquon Barkley. Same thing. Was he the best player? Probably when they drafted him, and I would have taken him, but their team wasn't ready for him, so they probably wasted him because they didn't have a team built to compete yet. Yeah. And now he's torn his knee up, this and that, and he's back finally, and they, he's got whatever. Same thing. We have bigger needs here my opinion hey you can have your opinion and so can the rest of the idiots out there that agree with you because i know there's people that are saying i agree with Braden." well you're you're all idiots no. you, you're an idiot he's an idiot and then all of you that are listening to me that agree with him you're an idiot that's crazy give it 10 years and he'll have <laughs> he'll be in the hall of fame with a golden jacket i don't i don't really care all right well when he's in the division on the eagles and he's kicking her ass every year he will Hey, he's not because we're going to have Joey Porter that's going to punch him in his mouth. Ah, you're going to want Witherspoon then because he's a hard hitter. Uh, you don't think Joey Porter is? Witherspoon's a little better at hitting. Stop. Stop. I'll take either one. He, whatever. They're all good. I'm just saying what one fits, what one makes Washington better today. It's the offensive tackle or the cornerback, not the running back. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying the guy's not good. I agree with you, but that's not what makes them a playoff team. You think he makes them a playoff team? I think we got round two, three, four, five, six, the draft corner. See? <laughs> we got round two, three, four, five, six. He couldn't even say it because he knows. Now I got him. No. See? I, it, it, I know Robinson's going in the Hall of Fame. I know that. So I think I think that does make us a playoff team. Because you said we got weapons and Hall of Fame running back with weapons. I wanted, okay, I'm done with you, because you and the rest of your idiot fans out there that are agreeing with you, because I'm sure there's half the population out there that agree with you, are all idiots. Let's just mm-hmm. leave it. A quarterback. I want to tell you right now. I'm going to go on. Time stamp it, mark it, whatever you want to do. Take a picture; it'll last longer. There's a quarterback who, if I'm Washington, I'm not taking a quarterback. I told you in the first round, I'm not even second or third, right? So we're going fourth or later. And if this quarterback is here, this is the quarterback who probably has the most upside of where he gets drafted. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Stanford quarterback. Tanner McKay. Okay. Ron Rivera said what? What'd he say? We like a big quarterback. Yeah. This guy is six foot six, like 240 pounds, Braden. He's got a cannon. 
Now he doesn't run. He's not mobile. You're getting me scared. Big quarterback Anthony Richardson. That's all I've been hearing about him. No. <laughs> I'm getting scared about that 16th pick. But this dude, and he's he plays in a pro-style offense. He's, I think, a three-year starter. My point is he has experience. It's not just one year. He's big, which Rivera has been on record saying that he likes. He's strong-armed, right? It sounds like Carson Wentz, but a younger, better version of an unproven guy who has upside. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I would rather have him as my backup because there's the upside. Do you hear me? Yeah, I get it, yeah. So, mark it down. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. I don't care if this guy's there. Take him. Hey, look. If how's your guy, how's your guy? And if you're not going to bring in Lamar Jackson, you're not going to bring in Aaron Rodgers or Stafford or whomever else because things change every day. People get cut, this and that. If you're not bringing in somebody different and you're really rolling either with these two guys that are on right now, you still need a third one, right? You draft this guy. You draft him later in the draft. And you see what he's got. He's proven. And Stanford, I believe, is in California. And Ron Rivera is a California guy. Connect the dots. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Stanford, they're named for having smart quarterbacks. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. That's fine. And, oh, and then real real quick, also before, because I'm about done trying to end this. So, with the sale, also I wanted to say, it's kind of funny how all these reports keep coming out, right? And the latest one is not the Magic Johnson one in the Harris group. But now it's that so Dan Snyder was playing hardball, right? I'm not going to sell Jeff Bezos because Jeff Bezos this and Jeff Bezos that. Well, apparently now all of a sudden Dan Snyder sounds like he's kissing Jeff Bezos' ass because he's not getting the money that he wants. And now Dan Snyder's guys are reaching out to Bezos' guys, or I should say groups or people, you know what I mean, to say, hey, look, we will accept the bid. Actually, we will sell to him because what's that tell you? He didn't get the money he thought he was going to get, and now he's saying, I'll just take the highest bid. Right? Yeah. Like, you said, what, $6 billion? You got two $6 billion offers. You didn't accept them because he's trying to get even more money. And we talked about that before. He'll sell to Bezos if Jeff Bezos overpays. And that's how Jeff Bezos gets it. If Jeff Bezos don't want to overpay, then he's not getting it. Mm-hmm. So, I just found it ironic that all of a sudden now it's reported that they met during the holidays. Actually, they met. They, they've talked to each other. Hey, Bezos and Snyder? Yeah. Oh. So, if you hate somebody, why are you meeting with them? Yeah. Nah, it's all for show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. They met. Hey, we'll take your money, sure. Hey. I said I wasn't going to, but you know what? I was. Uh, that's just being smart businessman. I'm not going to sell because I want you to up your freaking price. Got you. Bezos brings in a new stadium. If Magic Johnson gets it, he brings new uniforms. I want the new stadium instead. I'm going to tell you right now, if Magic Johnson comes here and tries to change the burgundy and gold, I, we're going to burn down the stadium. Yeah, screw it. You don't change the freaking colors. Mm-mm. No. Better better not be messing with that. All right. On that, I'm done. How about you? Yeah, I'm done. This has been...
Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell, our readers, and good night. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.